We need to have a serious conversation here on Locked On Grizzlies. It's time to step back about 16 months or so, 17 months, a year and a half removed from the selection of Jake LaRavia, David Roddy, and Kennedy Chandler through a variety of transactions involving the Memphis Grizzlies. Do we need to call the 2022 draft class a bust with Jake LaRavia's demotion to the G League Memphis Hustle. We're going to talk about that and Grizzlies Heat next here on Locked On Grizzlies. Let's dive in. You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is a Wednesday edition of Lockdown Grizzlies. It is one of my favorite days of the year, DeMichael Cole, in that, and we don't have to get too far down this rabbit hole. I don't want people to yell at us in the comments, but it's the day after Election Day, which means all the political commercials are no longer on your television, which is great, regardless of which side of the aisle you're on. It's just nice to not have to see all those ads anymore. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. It's almost holiday season time. So I bet it's worse seeing, when you stay. You, you, you start. Oh like, my gosh! In you're Virginia? like right there. How, how far are you from wow. DC? Wow, DC is only about ninety minutes away. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I know so you an get hour it. and a half you away. It. You probably get it worse. Yeah, but Virginia is again. This is not locked on politics, and I don't want to start a flame war in the comments. Virginia is that purple, right? Sometimes they vote Democrat, sometimes they vote yeah, Republican. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody's very fired up all the time, and mm-hmm. it was a big, you know, every seat in the in the state. Senate and House of you know House of uh, Delegates was up for grabs, but anyway, yes, I personally am glad that all of that is over, and we can focus more on basketball, not just here in Virginia, but around the world. And of course, we always do that here on Lockdown Grizzlies. And this episode of Lockdown Grizzlies is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet. That's one hundred and fifty bucks if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. LockedOn Grizzlies is a proud member of the LockedOn Podcast Network, your team each and every day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on YouTube. Like, comment, rate, review, subscribe. And once again, literally anywhere you can get a podcast, you can subscribe and check out Locked On Grizzlies. To Michael Cole, I, I came in hot. You came in hot. Show today. I, I don't think that it's that much of an over-exaggeration, though considering what the Grizzlies gave up in order to acquire what they did acquire. Yeah. You know, this, this is the, tr- this is where you lose DeAnthony Melton, right? DeAnthony mm-hmm. Melton moves along to the Philadelphia 76ers as part of these trades. The Grizzlies could have had in theory, Walker Kessler, who imagine if Walker Kessler was on the Grizzlies right now Be that w- and DeAnthony Melton, like yeah. theoretically speaking, both of those dudes could be in Memphis as we speak, but we have Jake LaRavia. We have David Roddy. Jake LaRavia just recently demoted, sent down on assignment, basically, to the Memphis Hustle. And to make a comparison, and, you know, obviously, to Michael Cole is with me, my co-host, uh, Commercial Appeals, Memphis Grizzlies beat writer. To Michael, maybe you can explain this better than me. The, the fact that LaRavia, as a first-round pick, in his second year, as a six foot seven, six foot eight combo wing, yeah. is being sent down to the Memphis hustle when a team desperately needs bigger wings that can shoot the basketball. LaRavia, in theory, can shoot the basketball. Mm-hmm. This is like if you have a higher-level baseball prospect yeah, 
and you expect him to produce somewhat early on. You don't expect him to be a star, but you expect him to be a a, a presence on the major league roster. Mm-hmm. He flails, and you send him back down to AAA. Like that's basically what the Grizzlies did with Laravia here. And whether it's for me, it's the opportunity cost. Right? There is le- legitimately a world where Walker Kessler and DeAnthony Melton. There's in, in the multiverse. Yeah. There's a place where DeAnthony Melton and Walker Kessler are Memphis Grizzlies. And you can't convince me that the Memphis Grizzlies would not be better right now if they ha- did not have Melton and Kessler as opposed to Roddy and LaRavia. And we can't even talk about Kennedy Chandler anymore because he's no longer on the Memphis Grizzlies. And no longer is he not on the Memphis Grizzlies. Not only speak, that, yeah. he is not, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't recall him being picked up by anybody. No. So that tells me that it still might be a little bit early, but can we call our, we're pretty close to the 2022 draft for the Memphis Grizzlies being a swing and a miss. I mean, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's where we are because here's the thing. When we talk about Jake LaRavia specifically, you know, I, I like to look at everything through two lenses before I give like the, you know, my, my answer, which side I'm on. And with him, I can look at it both ways. On one side, I'll say it is super disappointing that this first round pick, you remember in the offseason, right? A lot of the talk was, hey, Jake Laravia's taking that, he's taking that leap. Laravia you know? was getting the John Morant, Zaire Williams. Yeah. He was getting that level of just you wait, just wait and see what this dude mm-hmm. can do. And 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 remember, he himself at, at Media Day, I think it was, or early in the season, whenever it was, uh, kind of put himself in the same conversation with Desmond Bain and Luke Kennard as shooters and we haven't i mean he i don't even think we've seen him in the level below those guys he's more in the the level of the marcus smarts in in those guys that Uh, is like me saying in the realm of podcast hosts i am in the same conversation as you know ben simmons zach lowe you know i'm in that in my mind in my mind mind. in my mind, you 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 can give all of them a run for the money. Ooh, but, I, mean, well, I appreciate you know, that. We, Tell we, that we, to the guy in the we, comments that wants me to cover the Washington Wizards. <laughs> oh boy, I saw that. But, <laughs> but here's the thing with Jake Laravia: like, there's that one side right where it's completely disappointing that a first round pick that um, remember this was a guy that the Grizzlies targeted. This isn't wasn't someone who just fell in their lap and they're like, oh, well, they the board, sought but, him out. They sought him out. And you listen to the call that Zach Kleiman had with him. I think he's, I don't remember it exactly, but he said something like, hey, you know, even if we had to go up and get you, like this was the guy that they wanted. And the results aren't, you know, they aren't showing yet. Now, here's the other side of it. Here's the other side where the kind of relaxed side. Remember, it was a little bit over a year ago, uh, Zaire Williams was in a similar position and he was demoted. And we were having this conversation. Now, granted, you know, he was dealing with an injury and then he was out of the rotation. And that's a major difference for me. But he, at the end of the day, he was demoted to the G League. And we were wondering, look at this top 10 pick uh, from a couple seasons ago. Now playing with the Memphis Hustle. And now Zaire Williams has turned himself into at least a respectable NBA player at this point of the season. You know, he looks, his numbers are better than at any, you know, uh, point previously. So with that being said, I don't think, it's just spelled the end for Jake LaRavia in terms of, I know I've seen some people saying something like, Oh, he should be the guy who gets cut when John Morant gets back. Like, no, like, no, y'all, yeah. 
it's, he's a first round pick. He's a first round pick. Happen. You don't you don't do that yet. Like, please, like you know, show show a little patience. Like it's year two, but at the same time, it's disappointing. And that's more of the side that I'm on because you got all these injuries, right? This is this team talks about depth so much. This is when David Roddy is supposed to step up, and he just looks like last year, David Roddy. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but he looks like last year. He version, does not right? look like he got any better in the offseason. He yeah, looks exactly and, the same. And and Jake LaRavia, you know, we haven't seen much there. You touched on Kennedy Chandler, but I'll go further than that. What about Vince Williams? He's still on the oh, two-way. Oh, yeah. I, 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 this That's is fair. your three. This is three and D, right? We talk about his team needs perimeter defensive stoppers. This, he's a great three-point shooter. Why isn't he, he – he's still on a two-way deal. He got sent down to the G League as well. What about Kenneth Lofton Jr.? Yeah, he oh, was G boy. League You're rookie of the year. You're of worms now. G, G League rookie of the year. But the Grizzlies are basically – they had two centers available on their roster, and they said they're still not going to play him. That's basically what they said. I mean, I mean, they didn't say it, but they showed it because Xavier Tillman and Jaron Jackson Jr. pretty much staggered all the minutes while Kenneth Lofton Jr. sat on the bench. So, uh, I mean, that's kind of disappointing because if you look at it on paper, the Grizzlies, grabbed, they drafted a center to add depth there. They drafted a couple wings. One of them is a should be a very good shooter. The other is a guy who thrives in transition, which is a theme of this team. And they drafted another point guard in Kenny Chandler, who was supposed to be the guy who's supposed to come along, you know, and kind of replace Tyus in this situation. And and now we're seeing the Grizzlies struggle with this backup point guard play. You were just talking yesterday about Marcus Smart and guys like that. So, yeah, a lot of swings and misses, man. Kennedy Chandler, again, correct me if I'm wrong, he signed one of the largest second-round contracts in the history of the National Ever. Basketball Association. They're still paying. He's, they're still paying. They are still <laughs> paying Kennedy Chandler. And he's not on the roster. They're paying him to not play basketball for the Memphis Grizzlies. It, it, that's very fair. Is it possible that within a month or so, because Vince Williams has gotten some minutes and he's looked okay in, in those I minutes. think this, that's what I think, but, but he's not playing. Will, but he might be the one out of all of them who yeah. is seen as the – the, the piece that sticks around long-term and you can't say trade them because what's their trade value? What are you getting for Jake LaRavia, a ham sandwich and a, a gift card to rendezvous. If you live in Memphis, you're not, you're not using that. You're trying to go somewhere else. Right. Um, and and I, for the record, I am the one that said that the Michael Cole in no way, shape or form is uh, endorsing or supporting any particular business in Memphis. I'm the one who made that statement. Rendezvous is fine. I enjoy their ribs, but anyway, um, I I think that you have to wait them out. Mm-hmm. If he's not going to play for you right now, getting him minutes and building his confidence with the hustle makes sense, but you have to be concerned. And again, within the multiverse, there is a place where there's a Memphis Grizzlies team that has Walker Kessler and DeAnthony Melton. On and you know what's funny, Joe? He's going to go down there and cook. Like his, his numbers oh, yeah. in the G League are going to be gonna so good. He's going to put up 25 points. And look somebody's like going to tell themselves, Jake LaRavia is ready. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cycle. Yeah, somebody's going to tell themselves out. Shout out to our boy, Parker Fleming. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Parker. Um, but anyway, uh, good luck to Jake. Good luck to all those guys, because obviously the Grizzlies could use help. And they could use help sooner rather than later, because, again, I'm going to have to subscribe to X Blue or whatever it's called now just to type up the injury report for yeah. the Memphis Grizzlies. It's getting long and lengthy. The list is long but distinguished. We're going to talk about that next here on Lockdown Grizzlies. But first, 
This episode of Lockdown Grizzlies is brought to you by the good folks over at Prize Picks. I'm a big fan of Prize Picks because, as DeMichael talks about when he does this uh, this point of emphasis with Prize Picks, it is not a competition against others. It's a competition against the numbers. And with the basketball season here, you can pick combo projections across both football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. You can combine LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo, more than or less than, combining three-pointers made and receptions. Plus, you can offer a reboot policy through Prize Picks so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player gets rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform that has that injury insurance policy. It's a lot of fun. I thoroughly enjoy prize picks. It's lots of fun to win. It's a really simple piece of uh, app and all sorts of different things, website, however you want to describe it. Prize picks is a blast. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Who in the heck is going to play basketball for the Memphis Grizzlies? We're going to talk about that next. Stay with us. Welcome back to Lockdown Grizzlies. I am Joe Molinax, joined by my co-host, Michael Cole, of the Commercial Appeal there in Memphis, Tennessee. He is the Grizzlies beat writer for that publication. I am the Memphis Grizzlies columnist over at Bluff City Media. Between the CA, Bluff City Media, and Lockdown Grizzlies, You've got all you need in terms of Memphis Grizzlies coverage. There's other good coverage out there, but I'm biased. I would say that that triangular motion is a good place to say. Shout out to Phil Jackson. Um, I wish Phil Jackson was available to play basketball to Michael because the Grizzlies could use him. He's a big body. They have, I think I counted seven or eight names on the injury report. And again, some of them are G League assignments. Their John Moran suspension is still listed. But Derek Rose, you, you sneaky snake. I caught it yesterday. I you caught, caught it. it. You, you said caught it. If Derrick Rose plays, if you knew something that no one else did, and I don't appreciate that because I thought we didn't keep secrets from each other, partner. We, we don't. I thought I will never I keep we didn't a do secret that. from you. you. Well, you kept a secret from me on I Derrick just, Rose. I look, caught you in not a fib because you, you didn't lie to you, me. You caught me. But I, I you caught, caught you in, in a hiding of information. Um, Derrick Rose is week to week, which sounds awful. Xavier Tillman, day to day with a sore knee. Uh, what do we make of all of these injuries is what is going on? It is November 8th. We're, we're having so many issues and the season just started like two or three weeks ago. It's, it's, it's wild. I mean, uh, I was looking at the list and and you made point of it when you were talking about uh, Twitter blue, because uh, I, I looked at the Grizzlies list and I, I made a joke on, on X and I was like, it looks like, I mean, it looks like the the Declaration of Independence. Just looking at it, <laughs> I, I mean, it, the the list was so long. Joe. I'm, I'm going to read it here, and trust me, I'm going to try to read it fast as I can because if I took my time with it, uh, locked on Grizzlies would be over. But mm. yeah, John Conchar listed as doubtful with a right hip strain, which and means Stephen, he'll be back on Friday, given the way the Grizzlies usually yeah, do. He, he's not playing in this game uh, against the Heat. Uh, Stephen Adams. Right PCL sprain. Uh, scheduled to get surgery today is is what we uh, have heard. So there's that. Uh, Brandon Clark 
left Achilles tendon repair. Gigi Jackson, two-way transfer. Jake LaRavia, G League assignment. John Morant, league suspension. Derrick Rose, left knee injury recovery. Xavier Tillman, not the right, but left knee <laughs> soreness. And Vince Williams, last but not least, two-way transfer. So you got basically three guys going down to the hustle and a bunch of other guys dealing with injuries, and you got a 15-man roster. So, <laughs> I mean, you do the math. It's not a lot of bodies left. Pretty much everyone that's up here is probably going to have to play. Uh, it sounds like Jacob Gilliard's going to get minutes and, and whatnot. So uh, all these entries, I mean, it's definitely concerning. I think it is definitely a factor into this one-and-six start. Uh, for, for anything, you know, they're lacking continuity. Yeah, one guy in, one guy out. Like, congratulations, you get Bismack Biamo in. Now Xavier Tillman, the guy who's been available for pretty much up until this point, now he's out. So now you got to overcome another big man injury, and now you got to figure out how to use Kenneth Lofton Jr. into that equation and all that stuff uh, with Santi Aldama being back. Same thing with the point guard situation with Derrick Rose out. Like, uh, you got to figure out who's going to play those backup point guard roles. Is Desmond Bang going to get all the minutes? Do you give the minutes to another guy? Uh, you don't have John Contra, who's another guy they like to put put at point guard, even though Joe, you know, doesn't approve of it. But they like to put him there. So it's it's like, who? Like, you, you're simply running out of names for spots. And that's why um, I was at practice yesterday, Joe. And I was talking to Bismack Biombo. And I was like, how do you, like, you just played 26 minutes four days after joining the team. Like, there's just no way you just learned all that information that fast. And, you know, he's just talking about how, you know, staying out to practice, uh, picking up guys' tendencies and things like that. And that's pretty much where the Grizzlies are now. Like, for this thing to – for this team to work, guys got to put in extra work and in, in extra time because they just can't establish continuity right now. That's a major positive of Bismack Biamba, by the way. The dude just sounds like – a professional uh, he, yeah. he is trying his best the team is invested in him they want he wants to be as successful as possible to help the team but obviously help himself he wants to stay in the nba as long as he possibly can you know maybe memphis isn't his long-term destination but if he plays well enough with the grizzlies perhaps that extends beyond this year into you know a couple of other contracts down the road for him uh you know <laughs> Kenneth Lofton Jr. makes me nervous. Jacob Gilliard, the idea of him playing, how tall is he? Five foot eight, five foot nine, something like that. I was I was wondering the other day, is he the shortest player like in the NBA right he now? Might be. He might be. Um I'm look you know, into that. Gotta look into that. But to his credit, he's great on ball defending. He he yeah. is a solid player of passing lanes. He can get them out in transition. I'm sure that's what Taylor Jenkins is looking for from him. Just want to hear a fun to, fact. Please. I, I voted him first team all defense in the Atlantic 10 when I was working in ah, Philadelphia. So there you go. So yeah. he, he fits that mold, you know, credit to him for that. And, you know, he's one of those guys that has gotten the, as much squeeze out of the, ju the much juice out of the squeeze, so to speak, uh, when it comes to what he's been given physically. Uh, no, no, no doubt about that. It just means you got to lean on Desmond Bain more, right? We talked yesterday about how his usage rate is almost at 30%. You have to rely on him and Jaron Jackson, Luke Kennard, Santi Aldama with those reserves. These guys have to play and they have to play well because there is no security blanket. There is no safety net when they fall. If the Grizzlies come out and lay an egg early on against the Heat, and we'll talk about Miami here in a moment, if that occurs, the, the Grizzlies are going to lose because there's no one else 
that can save them, like you alluded to. They basically are going to have 10 guys that are eligible to dress for this game, and all 10 guys are probably going to play significant minutes. And and, and that's that's where they are right now. Like, I remember when I was talking about Jaron Jackson Jr. and having mm-hmm. four guys in the front court, and I was and I feel like he's the perfect example. Uh, Desmond Bain is another good one, but and, and Marcus Smart is one as well when we talk about playing on the ball and off the ball. Right now, these guys are playing in situations out of necessity and not necessarily the strengths of their games and the team's game. And that's the difference right now between the Grizzlies and probably a lot of the teams that they're playing against. Uh, Jaron, we know certain matchups, he's much more dominant at the four. And then there are certain games, like you put him at the five, he can really cook. Uh, Desmond Bain, same thing with the whole on the ball, off the ball thing. If he's standing in front of Drew Holiday, I don't want him on the ball, you know, at the end of the day. Oh, I'm with you, yeah. But, you know, it, there are other games where you put him on the ball, and, I mean, he, he looks very fluid in those situations. It's similar with Marcus Smart in terms of the on-ball, the off-the-ball conversation. Right now, you know, because I think yesterday we were talking about uh, should the Grizzlies play someone else more minutes, on, you know, on the ball. And it's like they just don't have a lot of options because right, Derrick yeah. Rose, John Morant at point guard, and then, I mean, we just they just sent like three guys uh, down, yeah. you know, that could be impact players on the wing to, to the to the G League. And then we know Kenneth Lofton Jr. is pretty much uh, with Santi is only your only backup, like true big man available. So you're going to have David Roddy potentially to factor in at that small ball for. But, yeah, they're just running out of bodies right now. And uh, they just got to make, make, you know, work with what they have. And whoever is available, I hope you're ready because the Miami Heat, one of the more successful teams uh, in, in recent memory, is coming to town, and they are going to give the Grizzlies a test, especially since their numbers are so, so low. We're going to talk Miami and Memphis next here on Lockdown Grizzlies. But first, this episode of Lockdown Grizzlies is brought to you by FanDuel. Again, the NBA season is heating up, but so is the NFL. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. You heard that right. 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. I'm a big fan of the same game parlays. Say you want to watch Heat Grizzlies and make it a little more interesting. There are all sorts of different types of uh, actions that you can take with spreads, player props, over-unders. The app is so easy to use, and they have a ton of options to choose from. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off not just the NBA season, but the NFL season as well with FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. When we come back, we're previewing Grizzlies heat. Stick with us here on Lockdown Grizzlies. Welcome back to Lockdown Grizzlies, closing out this Wednesday edition of the show. I am Joe Mullinax of Bluff City Media, joined by my co-host, Michael Cole of the Commercial Appeal there in Memphis, Tennessee. He's the Memphis Grizzlies beat writer for that publication. I'm the Memphis Grizzlies columnist for Bluff City Media. All sorts of fun things. But, of course, the two of us together, we uh, when, when our powers combine, we make uh, Lockdown Grizzlies. And thank you so much. Whether you're with us every day, whether you're checking us out for the first time, thank you for checking out at all Lockdown Grizzlies. Um, the Michael, the Miami Heat scare me. I, I know that you know yeah. any team should scare you when you're one and six. But Bam Adebayo is playing on a different level right now. Did you uh, see his numbers in that last game? Phenomenal. And 20 is a 20. problem defensively. Teams are scoring 12.7 less points against yeah. the Heat when he's on the floor. So, 
you know, whether it's Adebayo's defensive prowess, and you're right, he's scoring well at the moment as well. Um, whether it's Tyler Hero, who's been red hot offensively, yeah. not known for his defense, but he's been an offensive weapon. Uh, those two guys in particular, talk about drafting well. Jamie ja- Jaquez, I hope I yeah. pronounced that right. Wami, That's a yeah. guy mm-hmm. who is playing pretty well, considering he is a uh, rookie, right? Yeah, Again, the, Grizzlies have, UCLA. the Grizzlies have wings that can't even crack the rotation on a team that has seven injuries. Uh, but this is this is a guy that's playing well. And I, notice that I haven't even mentioned Jimmy Butler yet. Yeah. Right. So this is a team that can come into Memphis and as good as the vibes may have felt over the last 48 hours because the Grizzlies finally got off the losing skid, a losing streak could start right back up tonight. But but again, I'm going to say it like I said yesterday. This is a very winnable game. I, I agree with you up, up and down here in terms of they have a dynamic scorer. Tyler Hero, they have a dominant inside presence, and they have a straight out star in Jimmy Butler. And you know, he usually turns it up a level in the postseason, but time, time, and time in the regular season, he'll he'll bring that 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 uh that playoff dog out when he has to. So between those three players, Miami definitely has enough to kind of you know stop the Grizzlies in their in their tracks right now. But this is a game. Look, if the Grizzlies are gonna be a similar team to the years past, right? You know, we look at the talent on the roster. We think it's comparable to, to the 50 win, 50 plus win seasons of the years past. If they're going to yeah, be when that they're healthy. Team, yeah. Yeah. Right. When they're healthy. But if you're going to at least be you know, a, a, a playoff team, this is a game you got to win. Like, um, look, you got Bismack Biombo. You got Jaron Jackson Jr. That kind of can, you know, go bang with Bam out of bio. Uh, you, you take your chances there with those guys. Um, you've seen Jimmy Butler and Marcus Smart have had countless battles, you know, over the years, uh, yeah. leaning to Marcus Smart's knowledge of, you know, uh, guarding him, guarding those other guys. And Tyler Hero, like you said, I, I feel he's going to score uh, somewhat. And honestly, and you saw it in the preseason, uh, I think Z- Zaire Williams was guarding Duncan Robinson really well. And then he switched on to Tyler Hero and, and Tyler Hero kind of cooked them, you know, like he, he, of course, Zaire, he's, Solid defender. He had he had some wins. Like, don't get me wrong. He had some wins in that matchup. But Tyler Hero cooked the Grizzlies, period. I think he had, like, what, 30 over three quarters in that Barbecue chicken. Game. Barbecue yeah. chicken. So um, this is definitely a matchup that, you know, I, I'm not going into this matchup thinking it's going to be an easy one for the Grizzlies. But I think it's one of, hey, if you want to uh, win some games while Jaws out, you got to win this one. Because after this, uh, you get the Jazz. But then, I mean, that West Coast trip after that, uh, you just hope you get one. If you, I mean, you're gonna want more, but you gotta at least come out of there with at least one. So uh, this is a game. I think Grizzlies going this game. Say, hey, we got Marcus Smart. We can throw him on Jimmy Butler uh, with Tyler Hero. Look, uh, Zaire, go watch the film of that preseason game. You have all the intangibles. Tyler Hero is not some big bruiser guy who's gonna, you know, book play bully ball against you. He's just very shifty, very agile, uh, which usually plays into Zaire Williams' defensive strengths. He uses his six nine length to kind of, you know, get back into plays against those type of guys that use that, you know, maneuver through those screens and things like that. Uh, so that's a matchup he should fare decently well in. And then you gotta just. You got to pray against Bam on the boards, you know, but you got Bismack now. So uh, hopefully he helps out uh, there as well. And, you know, the role players have, have, have been solid to agree to a degree. But guess what? You got Luke Kennard. You got Santi Aldama. It's time for those guys to to kind of, you know, put together uh, good performances. And, and the Grizzlies 
and need to win this game. I, I think if you look at it on paper, uh, just looking at it on paper, even, even with the injuries, the Grizzlies aren't some huge underdog uh, in this game. Now, same time, you know, some people are going to point this out too. Eric Spolcher is is one of those coaches that I'm I'm never going to go into a matchup and and underrate. You know what he brings to the table. Uh, defensively, that team is super talented. Uh, he he did he does always does a great job with them on that end. It's going to be a tough game, but you're at home. You had the best home record in the NBA last season. Uh, I, I think it's a very winnable game. The reason I would pick the Grizzlies to win this game is for the reason you just said. They're at home. And at home, your role players usually, not always, usually play better than they do on the road. So that gives you hope for Santi Aldama. That gives you hope for Luke Kennard. And I do think those guys have big showings against the Heat. Butler, Adebayo, and Hero have to be canceled out at the very least by Jaron, Bain, and Marcus Smart. If that is a wash, you look at the contributors like a Biombo, like a Canard, like an Aldamba. Theoretically, that is better than what the Heat provide beyond yeah. their big three. But they have to produce. We keep talking about theories. Like Jake LaRavia is a good shooter exactly. in theory. This team has great talent in theory when they're healthy. They have to start putting things together. This is a chance for them to do so. And I do agree with you that this Heat team is not some juggernaut that the Grizzlies should fear. But if they don't have the role player production and if they don't prioritize getting them into rhythms early in this game, it could get out of hand pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I don't think you're far off there um, with that thinking. And and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing – what I want to see is uh, this game be close through three quarters because this is the game – where I feel like this against this specific Miami team, this is the game where we could really learn what this team is made of in the fourth Agreed. quarter right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the way Miami can match up with you defensively, uh, the Grizzlies will have that one guy on the court and Tyler Hero where you can seek him out in switches. Now I want to say, okay, how does Desmond Bain, like we talk about him uh, stepping into this next level of stardom, you know what You know Jalen Brown, Devin Booker, Paul George, and all these other elite shooting guards do? Uh, when they have one guy they can hunt defensively like that, they're going to get that switch. They're going to get him out there on that island, and they're going to make him dance. Like, let's see if Desmond Bain could do that with Tyler Hero down the stretch of a game and close out a game. Some people I saw even in our comments on YouTube pointed out uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. has been the better scorer kind of down the stretch of games. Okay, well, let's see it then. I want to see, you know, how how let, they're going to throw Bam out of bio on him. They're not going to put Bam on Bismack Biombo. Uh, so they're going to throw Bam on him and say, go at the guy who's holding uh, people that, that he's guarding to 32% shooting. One through five. It doesn't matter if you're point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power Phenomenal. He, he is – Bam is elite. So uh, I want to see it. I mean, at the end of the day, this is going to be the game where if the Grizzlies – if 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 they if there's potential for this team to be a good fourth quarter a better fourth quarter team than the one we saw last season, uh, it'll be revealed in this game against Miami. And I think Bam takes personally the Jaron Jackson Jr. Defensive Player of the Year and all the attention oh, yeah. that Jaron has oh, gotten. Yeah. I think Bam is a competitive guy, and he's like, uh, "Hello, I'm over here. I defend pretty <laughs> well too." So that'll be interesting to watch play out, and you get to watch it play out live and in person, partner, which I am jealous of every time. Uh, that you that uh we talk about this, but 
friendly reminder to our dear loyal listeners and viewers to Michael will be at FedEx forum covering the game tonight. So that means our next episode of locked on Grizzlies. It'll be your boy, Joe Moanax flying solo, breaking down everything. Grizzlies heat up, down, left, right, all the way around talking about the Michael's coverage. Of course, I try to do that on every episode that uh, I go solo post game. Uh, that'll be our focus on our next edition of locked on Grizzlies. So make sure you're checking that out with me. Uh, for our technically Thursday edition of the show, but I try to push it live on game nights as soon as possible uh, after the game is over uh, when it's fresh, right? Get you guys mm-hmm. the content you crave a little bit sooner uh, in those types of situations. So hopefully we see some improved depth. Hopefully we see some improved play. And I think DeMichael makes a great point to, pl- to close on. It's a great chance for growth for guys like Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. And we have to remember they're still relatively young, I'm very proud of myself to Michael. I didn't talk about the ESPN 25 under 25 ranking at all. And I'm not going to talk about it on Thursday's show because you're very good at keeping me even keel. So maybe we save that for the Friday episode. Uh, I can yell about Tyrese Halliburton then. Oh, there you go. Um, But so we'll save that. The things to look forward to as the week closes out here on Lockdown Grizzlies. For the wonderful DeMichael Cole, I'm Joe Monax. Make sure you're liking, commenting, rating, reviewing, subscribing, all those fun things. Checking us out on YouTube. Until next time, Grizzlies Heat is next. Stay locked in.